welcome to the Craft Beer Marketing Awards Marketing on Tap podcast. We're your CBMA's co-founders and your podcast co-hosts, Jackie Devella and Jim McCune. Hey guys, welcome back. We're already deep into the 2023 award season and we're seeing a lot of entries come in. Don't forget our official entry deadline is January 27th. So make sure you get your work in before that holiday season distracts you. <laughs> we know how that goes. <laughs> uh, we've got over 35 categories this year, including some for industry partners, which is awesome. Um, you're going to want to check them out and get your work submitted very soon. Uh, Jim, why don't you talk a little bit about that new charity category we have? Yeah, one thing really close to our heart uh, this season, uh, one of our favorites for sure, is our new category for show off your tats. And I know our industry is heavily tattooed and all of the proceeds of this category are going to be donated to the Michael James Jackson Foundation. And they're a grant making organization that funds scholarship awards to black indigenous people of color within the brewing and distilling trades. So if you got beer tattoos, we want to see them, uh, enter them and it's for a great cause. Yeah, that's a super fun category. We want to give a big shout out to our sponsors again and partners who make this all possible every year. Um, this year, our presenting sponsor, Hillebrand Bev Pros, and our other sponsors, Yakima Chief Hops, DWS Printing, Bartrack, Inks, EGC Group, and Full Pour Media, as well as the guys who revamped our awesome trophies that will now be made into working tap handles, um, Steel City Taps. They look awesome. If you guys haven't seen them, we have some pictures up on the website. Um, as always, you know, we only work with people we trust, and these guys are people we would definitely recommend you reach out to if you need any of their solutions. Yeah, please visit uh, the website and check out our sponsors link. Some other big, exciting news. It is official. We will be hosting our 2023 award ceremony during the Craft Brewers Conference in Nashville this May. You'll be able to pop out of the last seminar, head up to our awards ceremony. It's going to be awesome. Be your food. Stay tuned for more details. Yeah, we should have more information in the next few weeks about that. But if you'll be at CBC, um, come see if you won live in person. Uh, we're going to have our 2022 winner on with us today. Um, one of the big ones, Jason Dodson is here. He's coming at us live from Red Hook Ale Brewery across the country in Seattle, Washington. Hey, Jason, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. But first, we always like to get a little bit of the backstory on the breweries that we speak with. Can you tell us a little bit about Red Hook story and how did you join up with them? Yeah, I can. Um, the the Red Hook story is uh, kind of one of those. How much time do you have? You know, it, the the brewery was actually started back in 1981 and was one of the first uh, you know breweries on the craft scene. Really, um, back when there were I think only 80 to 90 breweries in the country. You know, so the the Red Hook story is a long and and winding road. So I'll, I'll kind of like give you the the highlights and and kind of how I came to this this brewery specifically. So. You know, two guys, Paul Shipman and Gordon Bowker, started Red Hook in a, an old transmission shop in Ballard, in, in a neighborhood called Ballard um, in Seattle uh, in 1981, and kind of really, you know, makeshift equipment. They had to, you know, everything was secondhand and kind of just 
borrowed or built themselves, you know, that, that true kind of entrepreneurial story. And, and they really kind of grew it out of the ground, which, um, you know, it, it's funny that, you know, you say, if you want to start a brewery now, I'm not saying it's an easy endeavor, but there's, uh, you know, all sorts of resources, all sorts of manufacturing and processes that are in place that just simply didn't exist. So I think to really understand like how revolutionary that was is, is to consider, you know, it, it was just almost unheard of to start your own brewery back in that time. And and so I, for that reason, I was really attracted to this brand. And so, um, you know, my, my backstory, I came from the agency side of things. I was working at a agency called RGA specifically out of Portland on our Nike business. Um, and so I was doing a lot of, you know, pretty, uh, future looking things, you know, digital fronts or digital things with Nike. And, um, then just, you know, kind of was looking, it was a great experience. I, I learned a lot, but this opportunity came up to really work on Red Hook and, and a brand with that kind of heritage. And so I really um, latched onto that. And that's kind of what brought me to the brand today. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad to hear things are going well over there. Let's talk about your crushy wins. You won for best brand identity and best can design, um, eight to 15 ounce, which are huge categories. Um, talk to us about the concept behind Storm Surge IPA and how it got to be this award-winning design. <laughs> yeah, so there, there's kind of a lot of layers to it. So for, um, obviously on a podcast, you're not, not looking at it, but for the listeners in, Storm Surge is uh, a hazy IPA, um, and the design is kind of this traditional Red Hook badge, which is something that's been with the brand for a long time. Um, but then there's this octopus whose name is Gordy and he's kind of ripping it to shreds. And so, um, you know, there's a few elements to it that I think are pretty unique or at least something that's that's more embedded in this overall Red Hook story. I guess I kind of hit on uh, the first element being the badge structure. And so the story kind of here is that Red Hook being a... Um, older brewery back to the the eighties and whatnot. When I came on this brand around 2017, uh, we were kind of crisis. Isn't the right word, but definitely had an identity problem where we just, it, it kind of felt like we didn't know exactly what we were doing. This brand still had a lot to offer, uh, the market, but it just didn't really seem to have kind of a direction. And so one of the things that we did or that I did when, I took this on was really dive into this history and be like, okay, back when Red Hook started, when things were really kind of up and running with this brand, like what was that ethos? And if, you know, my theory at the time was if we can capture that, whatever that mood was that people were responding to then and kind of, you know, bring it to a more modern perspective, that was kind of the key to unlocking this brand for us. And so we really honed in on this idea of heritage and, and leaning on this idea that Red Hook was kind of one of these foundational brands and, and expressed that through this badge structure, um, which is, you know, through it's been kind of throughout the whole Red Hook brand design since the beginning. Um, but at the same time, then we also wanted to signal, you know, this also wasn't uh, your grandfather's Red Hook, which is sometimes what people call us. Um, you know, it's we wanted to say this is a new energy. This is a new perspective, both from the top line, the designs we're bringing uh, to the, uh, you know, beer in itself and just kind of wanted to really bring a new life. So this idea of a dynamic uh, badge, if you will, is something I really love. And and so the design is, is, you know, my intention was basically if you're thinking of it as a scene where this octopus jumps in the stormy weather and, and just starts destroying the badge, I wanted to capture it the, the second 
before he completely rips it apart, right? Just the second before it would be completely illegible. And so that was kind of the thinking there is, you know, the best way to me to signal, you know, some, a, a new dynamic brand was to add some dynamic design to our, uh, to our badge structure and, and quite literally kind of rip it apart and, and start from scratch. So that's kind of the, the mindset we were in when we, when we started this project. I know you guys have a lot of very cool looking beers and, um, can you talk to us a little bit more about how you guys go about like the creative process? Um, I see uh, you got a very diverse line. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that I particularly like in branding in general, and and, and I try to uh, bring into my work is just the story and the narrative, and and that's I, I view design as really a tool to bring through really powerful narratives and and kind of communicate those out, um, and so. You know, with this beer specifically, um, the, the inspiration, you know, came from just kind of wanting to pay an homage to uh, the Pacific Northwest, kind of really visualize or, you know, represent that visually. Um, so the octopus was always kind of on top of our minds because it's it's just a very kind of Pacific Northwest folklore thing. Um, you know, they're just kind of very strange and and like weird but beautiful animals at the same time so I'm, i was personally just kind of like fascinated by them so um that was kind of where we were there and then um you know the idea was that this beer that we were making specifically it was a hazy ipa but this was also uh back in what 2019 when new england style hazies were all the rage but we had this beer that you know we added uh some west coast style hops you know like a, a cascade to it that really made it kind of it was kind of this east coast body but like west coast flavor profile so it's it pretty unique like that and so we also kind of wanted to just evoke that you know pacific northwest hazy vibe like this was kind of a, a unique thing and, and more of an aggressive uh, take on that beer style um and so that all kind of played in there so that's that's partly why i also love this uh this design is it really kind of hits at what we were trying to do, which especially at the time was a, a take on, on that more fruity, you know, East coast hazy that, um, you know, challenge what that could be. So that was that kind of um, specific inspiration. I think more broadly, you know, as we've started to build out more characters. So we, we've released a, a beer called Lager Squatch, for example, built around this uh, mythical Sasquatch character in the woods. Yeah, just likes cool. to, <laughs> to brew lager and party you know um so you know we have that one we have our uh, big ballard series as an hour kind of flagship built around the character of this captain ballard who is actually inspired by the original uh founder of the neighborhood ballard which is where uh red hook started back in that those old days so kind of you know each one of these stories i think whether they're they're real and, and based off kind of those historical legacy of the the brewery so with um the ballard series or even just lager squatch and kind of paying homage to that northwest you know brand and, and just like again if there's anything more iconic than northwest than a sasquatch like let me know but uh it, it was just kind of we we really wanted to capture this folklore and express it express it through design or at least that's my my goal is to really tell these kind of uh narratives that you, you you automatically understand something from the shelf and that you you look at it and you kind of already feel a connection to these designs because it resonates in one way or another and that's that's the goal there ultimately 
awesome job to you and your team. Obviously, our judges saw what you had intended, and you guys took home uh, crushy awards in two really um, tough categories, I would say. So congrats again. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I just want to backtrack for a second, Jason. You are actually not a designer by trade. That That is correct. I am a, a self-taught. Can you tell us kind of the process you went through to learn this and get to where you're at and, and get your mindset? Yeah. So I guess like that story requires a lot of context. Um, most of it is around COVID actually. So kind of the context leading into that, as I mentioned, I was working as a producer um, at RGA as a design, you know, managing a lot of design projects. So it's not like design was foreign to me and I was doing a lot of this, but I was actually never, uh, you know, holding the pen, so to speak. And so as I came over to, um, you know, to Red Hook, uh, one of the things that I really tried to do actually from the get-go was uh, build design from the inside out. So even just making sure that like our decks, our just sales materials, just anything that was going to touch this Red Hook brand that I could get my hands on, I wanted to just, you know, bring a, a new level of design polish to it. And so through that process, I started to get more comfortable with my own design styles and things like that. And so fast forward to, um, you know, 2020 and, uh, you know, budgets are tight already. And then COVID hits and, you know, to my leadership team's credit, uh, they made the decision that they were going to pull brand funds to make sure that we could um, sustain people in our pubs and basically keep people employed, which, um, you know, I, I applaud that decision, but that obviously came at the cost of us not having, uh, you know, money to pay outside agencies, not do things the way we had traditionally been doing them. And, you know, essentially we're without design resources at the same time that we knew it was incredibly critical for the Red Hook brand to be innovating on these styles, specifically Storm Surge was a project that was already in motion. We, we had, you know, we had to get it out. So uh, that's when I kind of, <laughs> my boss came to me and was like, well, if, uh, you're the one who knows how to work the illustrator. Uh, if you want to take a stab at it, go ahead. Cause it's kind of that or nothing. So, um, you know, a lot of late nights, a lot of YouTube tutorials and, uh, a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, I think I'll generally, when I'm working with an agency, try and keep things at about three rounds of revision. Um, I think I clocked in storm surge at about 11 <laughs> between my internal rounds of, of stuff. I just back <laughs> my files. So, um, Again, a lot of late nights, a lot of frustrating conversations, but, um, you know, I think the ultimate lesson there, uh, which, you know, you learn time and time again is, is just how valuable your team is both in the creative process, um, you know, and, and giving you feedback and keeping you honest and, and pushing it forward. Um, but also in, in supporting you through that. And, and I think it's, um, a pretty incredible thing, even in that situation for, someone in my boss's position to say, Hey, like, I trust you. I believe in you to, to do this very, um, visible and important project. Uh, and so, you know, again, just nothing ever happens, nothing good ever happens, you know, alone. And I just want to also call that, that call out my team for being, uh, incredibly supportive during that time. And, and, you know, obviously I held the pen, but they, they really were kind of the engine to keep things going. Yeah, that's a wild story. Um, I, as marketers, we understand the difficulty of sort of, um, you know, stepping on the gas with a mature brand and Red Hook 
I mean, it's one of the OGs. I know that they've always been like immersed in community and events and really pushed the envelope for a lot of breweries today. Um, what else are you working on? Is there anything cool that you could talk about that's upcoming that our listeners can keep their eye open for? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of amazing stuff happening for Red Hook. So with, um, I guess, on the product side of things, we just released the third of our uh, Big Ballard series. So uh, Tropical Big Ballard to go alongside uh, Hazy and Original. Um, And those beers are just, they're flying off the shelf for us. Uh, You know, can't say enough good things about how they're doing in the market. And then uh, we're actually putting them all together into a variety 18 pack starting um, starting in January. They'll be rolling out. And and I don't know if you've seen these things in the market, but we've had them for a while with the Ballard series, these 18 pack 12s. And, and I love them because they are just a giant billboard. I mean, like they're, they're massive uh, sizes of cardboard. So from a design perspective, you just get such a huge canvas um, to, to play with. And, and, you know, we've, particularly uh, focused on our wraps around the typography around the brand, just really big uh, stuff you can see right from the shelf. And I think particularly for our brand, it, it's worked um, particularly well, just given how our consumers uh, both shop for our brands, but also just that legibility from the shelf has has really helped us stand off. So um, really excited to get that one out into the market and kind of uh, develop that series. So keep an eye out there. And then the other one is recently, um, we've had our uh, brew pub up in Seattle, up on Capitol Hill. We opened it in 2017, but um, as you can imagine, uh, things also were not easy during the pandemic up there, just with everything going on. Um, And then out of it came this uh, pretty incredible partnership with this chef named uh, Shota Nakajima, who anyone who knows uh, Top Chef, the show, he was the uh, fan favorite in the 2020 season that was held in Portland. Um, so this is unbelievable chef. Um, just, you know, he he knows culinary uh, flavors and, and things that just, it's incredible to work with him. Um, and so he opened a pizza restaurant in brew lab in, uh, September of this year. So we just got that up and running. It's, it's an unbelievable, um, partnership. The pizza is, is amazing. It's Detroit style. So it's, uh, kind of that focaccia style bread. Um, but he adds in, uh, Koji and mochi flowers. So it's a little bit chewy and has this kind of nice umami and then just, gets the cheese perfect and has all these flavors that are incredible. So um, if you're up in Seattle, I definitely pop in and get one. Right. Well, imagine me who has to to like look at all this stuff and and build out materials. I'm staring at pizza half my day and I don't get to eat any of it. It's it's not fair. So yeah. For our (laughs) listeners, check out redhook.com and and you can see what Jason's talking about, you know, amazing brew pubs, amazing food and really Mm -hmm. cool events. Definitely. Jason, do you, just a question. Do you have a design team now or are you still the one doing this? So I do have a design team now. Nice. Um, yeah. So I, I have a, an awesome uh, designer on staff. Her name's Marta uh, Berlinski and she actually has been taking over uh, more and more of the packaging design. So I've actually, um, while I, I do love the design aspect and, and definitely have my hands very uh, much in that element, um, I've kind of been seeding more and more to her. So actually the, the work you're going to see starting with uh, Tropical Big Ballard and the variety packs have been, um, you know, under her design. And so uh, it's just been 
it's been really fun actually to um, kind of transition that role and, and take a more hands off because un- unlike me, she actually is trained as, as a designer and, <laughs> and, and can get to those uh, answers uh, better than I can. And, and I think that's also a really important um, skill set, especially as a brand manager is, is knowing when to dive in and knowing when to step back. And I think now that uh, she's part of the team, I can and step back and, and kind of let her actually take the brand uh, moving forward. So I'm, I'm very excited to submit the Red Hook work coming in, but it actually will not be my work next year. Uh, it will be hers. So we will be excited to have her on the podcast next time, hopefully. Yeah, that's great. Passing the torch to another potential winner. That's great. Um, anything else you want to brag about your team? Anything going on? Maybe holidays in the breweries, anything like that? Nah, I mean, it's just, um, I'm just really excited for everything going on with Red Hook. Um, you know, like I said, it's a brand that has a very storied history, a very complicated history, but um, one that, you know, we've taken this this thing that um, had once a lot of energy, and I think we're bringing that energy back. You know, I, I'm starting to really feel it in the market, and you know, feel it at Brew Lab, but just um, it's really exciting to kind of see that pay off and, and to kind of see this new version of Red Hook take form. Um, you know, it's 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 been a journey for sure, um, but uh, one that it's been incredibly rewarding. And I think you mentioned uh, just because of the team and, and again, with the new designers we have on with uh, my my extended team, we're um, it's just a group that has really committed to this brand and committed to growing it in the kind of grassroots way again and and kind of boots on the ground and just getting uh the word out uh and that's not easy to do especially um in in these kind of times and especially during uh the, the years we just went through so any success we're having on the front end with these designs it's it's hopefully just reflecting the amazing work happening kind of below the iceberg that that most people don't see because that's ultimately what i think um i'm most proud of is hopefully that my team can look at these designs and, and feel really awesome about selling them or brewing them or doing the finance for them or you know whatever part of the business you're touching i i, I hope that everyone in the business can see what we're doing top line and feel a part of that because they are. That's incredible. That's actually why Jackie and I put the CBMAs together was really to get the people who are behind the scenes and creating all this incredible marketing, branding and illustration work and getting them the recognition and celebration that they deserve. So don't forget to check out the crushies.com and click on the past few years, winners galleries and see the amazing work that's ranked um, and and took a crushy home. It's inspiring at the very least. Definitely. Jason, thank you so much for carving out time to talk with us today. Um, it's always exciting to hear what breweries have going on, especially after every crazy year we've had and hopefully all good things moving forward. Um, we can't wait to see what you guys enter this year, you and your team. Well, well, thank you so much for having me on and, and thank you for doing the work you do. Like you said, it, there's there's so many people in this industry that make it uh, the best place to, to work. So um, just really appreciate celebrating it and taking inspiration and uh, looking forward to, to submitting a lot more work. Oh, yeah. We're big fans of Red Hook. Keep up the great work to you and your whole team. Don't forget, guys, visit thecrushies.com. Enter your best work by January 27th. 
It's going to be the biggest competition that we've ever had, and we cannot wait to see your work. 